How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Green and Black Podcast. A little bit delayed this week because we just decided to do this on a Friday because it is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a state holiday. And we're going to do our annual mock draft special. Now joining me, Tanner Hayworth, is my two lovely co-hosts, the two OGs of the Green and Black Podcast. You know them very well. We got Reese Nagaoka and Bodhi Asamoto in the house. Boys, how are we doing this fine day? It's a state holiday, so if I get a violation of my parking, I will be very upset. We, we talk about having starting the episode late. We literally started like an hour after we said we we're going to start. So Perfect timing. Yeah. It's like a regular podcast. <laughs> now, if you're wondering, wait, how is this going to work? You guys have no affiliations with NAFL teams. That is true. Um, what we do is... It's kind of like a one two three one two three, pretty much until it's not. <laughs> um, there's a lot of repeat picks in this draft, and it kind of gets a little bit messy. Uh, we'll probably upload this on our Twitter page, uh, probably at the same time as the episode goes up. So and we will probably also be just as wrong. Oh, we're gonna be totally wrong because okay, this is not accounting for trades. Uh, you know, during the draft, so there's going to be a lot of stuff that that's for sure going to be wrong. One thing we should clear up is that this is what we would do. Not this is not a predictive pick. Yes, there there is a reason why we are not in working in an NFL front office right now. And what do you think the over under is actually? Because I know we're picking like what we think two and a half. Last year was three. That's why. So I'm feeling good at two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. And look, if anything, this is my audition to be working in a front office. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) So I say, why not? Let's just get this thing on the road. What's the phrase? Get this thing on the road? Let's ride. Let's ride. Warrior Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Hit hit us with a let's ride, Bodie. Warrior Nation, let's ride. And with the first overall pick... That is going to be me. I will be representing the Carolina Panthers here as they traded up with the Chicago Bears a couple a month ago. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we all know it's going to be quarterback. And let's all remember, this is what we want. And because this is what I want, I'm going to pick my quarterback one of this class. The guy with the highest ceiling. Give me Anthony Richardson, baby. Out of Shit. Florida. People hate him because he's a combine warrior. I don't care. Dude's got an arm. Dude's got legs. Dude has some underappreciated pocket presence. And yeah, he threw a lot of incompletions, but so did Josh Allen, and they can work that out. They got an amazing coaching staff led by Frank Reich, Jim Caldwell. I believe they also have another former quarterback as their quarterback's coach. Could be Josh McCown. I don't even know. But all I know is that is one of the best uh, coaching staffs I think in the NFL, and I have good faith that they can coach up Anthony Richardson as he's the guy who I believe will have the highest ceiling out of all the quarterbacks in this draft class. I think even if he's not ready, right, you could technically wait or wait a couple games, right? Because you do have Andy Dalton, right? They signed him to... That's true. You have Andy Dalton. You also still technically uh, have uh, the Ole Miss guy from last year, although I'm not... I think he wanted to be traded or something. Yeah, from Ole Miss. I can't remember what his name is, but oh, Corral. Yeah, yeah, Matt Corral. But you'll probably start Andy Dalton. It's fine. The Panthers could probably still win that division with Andy Dalton as their starting quarterback. I honestly, I think Anthony Richardson is a really good um, pick because 
Like, you put Anthony Richardson, they drafted A.K. Aquanu last season, who's, like, a pretty good run blocker. And then you also have Miles Sanders who comes in. Like, that's a pretty scary rushing attack. Like, their receivers obviously aren't No, they're, they're trash. <laughs> they, gave Adam Thielen, they gave Adam Thielen, the 32-year-old Adam Thielen, a three-year contract. Now, I don't know why they did it's, that. It's, uh, Thielen, it's him. Thielen, LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, LaVisca Chenault. Colorado. And, then and the LSU. Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall. Who hasn't really done anything. But he could. He could still do something. He could. You could also draft probably a, a wide receiver in the second or third round or wherever they have another pick. But like this, is a, this is a one round. A.T. Perry's an interesting guy. I don't know. But, <laughs> but we digress because next up on the clock is Reese. Am I reading that right? Yes. yes. Right, cool. So I have, I have the Texans pick, and I think I would go with a quarterback if I was the Texans. I mean, there's a lot of glaring things that they probably could be focusing on, but I think the quarterbacks that are still on the board are still pretty good, and I think I think I would go with Bryce Young. I'll take him at two. I Everything that I've heard about him is that by far he's probably one of the more ready quarterback prospects in this draft. And everybody just seems to be knocking on the only thing is his size. Like, he has the ability to make these good reads. Very athletic. Has pretty good arm, I think, right? So, I think that'd be a really good fit in what should be a 49ers-esque offense, right? With Bobby Slowick? Yeah, PFF like Bobby. That. PFF Bobby. I, I don't know. I, I listen to a lot of PFF podcasts. <laughs> but I like it. Bryce Young. He is quarterback one for a lot of people. So, I think you can't um, mess up with him. Because I have two overall picks, this is just what I'd like to see. I don't, it all depends on how the board falls, but I'd like to see them grab a, um, a receiver with their second pick because mm. they just traded away Brandon Cooks. So now, honestly, I don't know who you have left. I think their room. best receiver in this is Robert kind of bad Woods. Is saying it's, I think it's Dalton Schultz. <laughs> no, they got Robert Woods. Robert they? Woods is there? Yeah, they signed oh, Robert yeah. Woods. They signed a bunch of uh, uh, depth wide receivers. Oh, yeah, right. Noah Brown, I also believe. Yeah. Uh, Mari Rogers. Uh, a lot of solid guys. Way, no one's scaring me away from taking. It's Don a Messi, deep. Yeah. It's a deep wide receiver class this year. So I, well, that's not my choice because I'm not the Texans. So I won't. <laughs> I won't. Uh, what's it called? Digress. Yeah, but I think I think you're right. They do have to get more offensive weapons to help Bryce Young because I, or I, a pass rush for that defense. That's true. I mean, there's there's a lot, but I. But think, you got all the way up until twelve to figure that one out. That's true. Well, I have a couple picks in between, but let's just go to true, Bodie true. at three. But the most boring team. Awesome. <laughs> I don't even know who. Well, you know, I mean, they bring in Jonathan Gannon at head coach now, so, I mean, this seems like a pretty obvious pick. He is the third overall player on my big board right now, and my first overall at edge so i think you know where i'm going with this will anderson out of alabama That's... i mean honestly he's probably the net the best non-quarterback in this class and so i mean it's an easy pick for the cardinals there i think some art might argue he's probably the best prospect in this draft right just with even with the quarterbacks right i think a lot of people had him at number one i think i, I have a bad thing where i keep bad habit where i keep receipts and i think you were kind of last year were like will anderson probably should be number one yeah i love will anderson a lot but, you know, it kind of falls on team needs at that point. But Will Anderson being the first defensive player, I like it. And especially for Jonathan Gannon, who needs a lot of help from that defense where you lose Chandler Jones from last year, you lose J.J. Watt this year, you lose an underrated guy like Zach Allen. 
Uh, there's a lot of stuff that you just got to rebuild with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, including that uh, owner and GM room. Uh, they're having a lot of fun there. And then, oh yeah, four. That's me. Uh, before you go to the pick, I just want to like, if this is how the board falls for the Colts, this is like a dream scenario for them. I really like this pick right now. Right. Because I think we all understand the fourth pick here, right? It's easy for the Colts, right? It's obviously going to be Will. No, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be CJ Stroud. Um, yeah, CJ Stroud. He's definitely quarterback number. Th- uh, I have him as more of like quarterback two, quarterback three. He and Bryce Young offer probably the uh, highest floors of the four quarterbacks. Um, personally, I would just love to see CJ Stroud become a lot more mobile because he has the ability to use it. We saw what he did in Georgia against Georgia. So if he can keep on doing that for the rest of his career, it would be very nice. I think one thing that scares me a little bit, and I don't know if this is me. I, I want to say this is me helmet scouting. I'm saying this is me offensive scouting. You've seen Ohio State quarterbacks come out of the system, and Justin Fields, for as like, good as he looked with the Chicago Bears, it was because of his rushing ability. You know, when Fields was coming out, we said that, oh, this guy's really accurate. And honestly, he hasn't, he hasn't really shown that with the Bears yet. And so it just it scares me a little bit with this Ohio State offense and name, how it projects in the NFL. Name one Bears receiver. DJ Moore. Darnell Mooney. Chase Claypool. Well, oh, okay. He said DJ Moore, so now he has a good one. Yeah. Darnell well, Mooney's, to be fair. Darnell Mooney's not in a wide receiver one. But he's a very underrated receiver, he's, I will say. He's, DJ Moore well, is, he's not underrated. He's just, a, he's just like a second or third target. I forget he's who not I a told, first target. but DJ Moore is like the new age Allen Robinson. He's played with such bad quarterbacks and still produced. Hmm. Mm, yeah, I could, I could kind of see that, I guess. I would say that he falls in that rank of solid wide receiver with a bad quarterback. I agree with that, too. I think of a guy like Terry McLaurin mm. is another guy that's kind of in that zone. But, yeah. All right. We are on five now with Reese. Oh, this is my pick. <laughs> With Seattle Seahawks. Let's just make it clear that I have not done like any draft. Do Silas proud. <laughs> I have not done any draft prep at all, but let's just say that I feel like a lot has been made about his behavioral issues. I know what we're talking about, but I feel like with Seattle, that could be easily managed by Pete Carroll and company. So let's go with Jalen Carter from Georgia. I love Jalen Carter. That's right where I had him going. Look, to be fair, with all the misdemeanor stuff, He's had a couple of months now for interviews with a bunch of NFL teams. A lot of people predicting a meteoric drop was never going to happen because he had not only combine interviews he used to still do, he had the pre-draft interviews that he could still do. It is what it is. It's unfortunate that it's on his record, but he's honestly the second best defensive player in this draft class. I think I'm reading something from The Athletic. I think this is Nate Tice. He's really good at what he does. and He's just... I'm quoting, Carter has the explosive ability and quickness to beat one-on-one blocks at the snap. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that, I don't know. Actually, I didn't watch a lot of Seattle games because they're not on here. Well, they just don't have much defensive linemen to really help them at all. Yeah. And I think he's a little more flexible, right? Because you could put him at three-tech if you need to or put him in a four-man front, right? Yeah, I mean, just put him in the middle. They just need bodies. Is Puna Force still there? That's literally For, the only force, defensive interior I can if they, if I think they should force uh, Jalen Carter to keep his number 88. I think that would only be fair. 
it's it's a shame that they're not making they can't they won't allow zeros. Yeah. Let's offensive and defensive linemen wear single digits, please. <laughs> That's all I ask. And then here we go for Bodie at six. You got the Detroit Lions. The Honestly, Detroit kneecap biters. <laughs> Honestly, I think there's a couple ways you could go with this pick, but with a bit with the with the way the board fell, I think this is gonna be they've been putting they've been putting it off for a long time. And Jared Goff is an okay quarterback, but I wanna I want a long term guy that Dan Campbell can build around. Which I think tells you where I'm going with this. You look disgusted, Tanner. But I'm gonna go with Will Levis here. Because Honestly, it's a really good roster. I think what it needs now is a quarterback to take it to the next level. And I think you can let Levis sit behind Goff for a while and develop. But, I mean, if he needs to start, I see no problem throwing him into the fire. Is that like an NFC North thing where you just draft a quarterback in the first round and you just, you know, just like let him sit behind somebody for a couple years before? (laughs) I don't know. I'm... I can see what you're thinking, and I do think that there are people... I do agree that there are some things where it's like people where they perhaps think Jared Goff is not the guy, and they might be right. I don't know. They might know better, but I just... I think that you would... I would prefer Detroit got an offensive weapon instead. I prefer defense. Because their main issue from last year was that their defense had zero help for, like, one of the best offenses in the NFL. And look, I don't. I'm not a big uh, Jared Goff fan, but uh, I tell you what, Will Levis has bust written all over him. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why. I could just see it. He reminds me of a Tim I, Couch. Uh, Tim Couch. I think of the uh, the Oregon quarterback that Detroit picked in like oh four. Oh, Joey Harrington. Yeah, Joey oh. Harrington. He just. I don't know why, but you know, I don't know. I could be proven wrong. Ben Johnson is a amazing offensive mind right now in the NFL. But and hey, you got to look off for your future. The only thing we know though is that Ben Johnson will be there next this year. We don't know where he'll be after that. Great. Yeah, but their 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 plan is to train up one of their other assistant coaches to be the next offensive coordinator. I believe it's their tight ends coach. It's been heavily rumored that their tight ends coach will be taking the step up to um offensive coordinator. I don't know how many kneecaps you have to bite for that? Enough. enough for ben to be like okay that's enough yeah all righty now it's time for the las vegas raiders here at seven i personally would have taken will levis (laughs) (laughs) but they need a lot of help kind of pretty much everywhere Everywhere. um i'm loving one of the two top two corners just because i think they just need help on that defensive side i think josh mcdaniels can do some work with jimmy garoppolo and their offensive line is pretty or solid. Or Brian Hoyer. <laughs> True, or Brian Hoyer. Or Jared Stidham. Oh, no, Stidham Stidham's somewhere else. The Broncos. Broncos now. So I'm going to go with one of the uh, cornerbacks here. And I'm going to go with my cornerback one in Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Um, I just vibe with him a little bit more. I think he showed a lot of promise as an outside cornerback for Oregon. He's got really good hips, good speed. And solid height, solid uh, size for a boundary quarterback, cornerback. I don't know. For me, I have Devin Witherspoon as my cornerback one. I love Devin Witherspoon. He's awesome. 
He's got dog. <laughs> but Christian Gonzalez has got duck. <laughs> when you say he's got duck, it makes me think of, you know that ripped duck they had a while back? Oh the one that God. failed, the failed mascot? Yeah. Yeah. Not great times. <laughs> All righty. Looks like we're moving down to Atlanta at number eight with Reese. Whoa. I, the reason why I wasn't talking was because I was stalling. I know. So, yeah. You were stalling because they could literally go in one billion different directions here. To me, though, because if you're going to build around Desmond Ritter, you need more offensive weapons. Like I think Kyle Pitts is doing good. They, they added Jonu Smith. Tyler Algier is starting to get a little bit more. Drake London had Drake a solid London. rookie year. But apart from that, I don't know what. I mean, Scotty Miller, Matt Collins, I don't know how much they're. Scotty Miller's there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know how much you're going to do. I've never heard of any of these other guys before. Like Olamide Zacchaeus. I love Olamide Zacchaeus. Solid, solid Atlanta Falcons depth guy. <laughs> no, because, like, I don't know. Who, who is Frank Darby? I actually do know who Frank Darby is. I don't, I, that name is super familiar. He played at Arizona State. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I what, what year? Beats me. Let's look at Wikipedia. Uh, twenty twenty one draft pick. Oh, six. that's not who I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they need to go receiver, and I'm trying to figure out who would probably be the best one in Arthur Smith's offense, especially because you have to get someone who's a really good blocker. But and... you also have a really big body in Drake London already. Too. Yeah. So, I feel like you would probably go with somebody like I'll. You know what? I'll go with Jordan Edison from USC. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I think it's a little high, but he might be the best receiver. He could be the best receiver in this draft. I don't know. It's just the one thing that everybody seems to be questioning is his blocking ability. But apart from that, they seem like somebody who's can catch at all three levels, right? And I don't know. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. This is very awkward. (laughs) Usually when I mock Jordan Addison, I always see him in late 20s. Late 20s? Yeah. Or not even picked in the first round sometimes. He's around 19 on my board for me. I just think they needed a receiver or some offensive weapon. Solid. Because Rashawn Henry, I don't know how (laughs) that's... No disrespect to him, but I just don't know how that's going to work. All disrespect to him. (laughs) Own up to it. All righty. Bodie, nine. You got the... The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. All right. I think this is one position where I'm going to be a little bit different than everyone on who my number one is. Um, They need a tackle. They need line help. And I think Skaronsky is technically the best offensive lineman, but he has 32-inch arms. Yeah, and they Sean need a... Slater has 33-inch arms. <laughs> the 33 is like that threshold for <laughs> offensive line right there. Where 33 is... sure. Good enough. Thirty-two. Nah. You, you start to question guard, and they need a tackle. And so, just be, because of that, it scares me off from Scrancy a little bit. And so, like, this might make me look dumb, but I'm going with Harris Johnson Jr. here. Not dumb, because. They need a tackle. Well, the thing with the tackle spot in this year's draft is that OT1 is like a revolving door for a lot of people. So the reason I go with that is because you keep Tevin Jenkins at right guard where he was like pretty – he was all right. 
he he was like pretty good for a second round pick out of Oklahoma State. You uh, you have Cody Whitehair. Okay, let, let me let me pull up the the depth chart real quick. I don't know. They have Wyatt Davis head. at guard. Tevin Jenkins actually played Wyatt guard Davis? for them. Yeah, he they just signed him in free agency. Um, Tevin Jenkins played a lot more right guard than right tackle last year. They do need tackle, which I do agree with you. That's why I think Paris Johnson's a good pick. I think what's nice about having Peter Skaronsky is that if he doesn't, you know, pan out a tackle, you can just shift him in at guard and, you know, everything works out fine in the end. And just replace, what, Tevin Jenkins because, yeah. Oh, okay, so they have Cody Whitehair, who I think they should move to center. Nate Gate Nate Davis is currently star um penciled in at right guard, who honestly I think you might be able to move him to left guard. Yeah. And then you slot in Tevin Jenkins at um right guard instead of Nate Davis. But Braxton Jones did He's he, solid. He's alright. I think I think Paris Johnson is a wonderful addition to this hot offensive line room. But that yeah. just needs help. Yeah, it, it needs help. <laughs> so I think you put in Paris Johnson at a tackle spot, and I think you have a like a pretty solid group there right. of five, and you add that to an offense that honestly on paper, as, aside from running back, who honestly I don't mind Khalil Herbert, looks pretty good. Mm. I like it. Brady, what are we at here? Ten? Is that me? Yep. Yep. With the Eagles, fly Eagles, fly, and they were having. See, now I got two. I got a dilemma here because I'm seeing two people in Devin Witherspoon and Tyree Wilson. Mm. And I'm a big Tyree Wilson guy. His issue is his injury is kind of freaking some people out. But he is so <coughs> athletic. But I feel like he could be just like another uh, sweat, another Josh sweat for the Eagles. And their corners are getting old. You know, Bradbury and Slay both come back. But they're getting a little bit old. So I think you go with the best player available there. Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Absolute dog. Watch his tape. He absolutely murders people all the time. It's so fun. But yeah, I love Devin Witherspoon. He's He and Christian Gonzalez are clear one and two at corner. And I could just flip them whenever I want. And now I get to take a break here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this is where everything starts to get messy. Weird. I think I have, shoot, I have both picks. <laughs> yeah, you got back-to-back picks. <laughs> Started with the Tennessee Titans. And I have no idea. I, Who just need help. They they need to have, like, an intervention, I think. <laughs> really. <laughs> like, to me, I would, I would take a receiver if I was them, but I feel like they don't deserve a receiver. Please don't pick two receivers in the first round. Army can't believe Vrabel's still there. Well, no, Vrabel, no, he's a good coach. Vrabel's a good coach. Their GM just, their GM oh, yeah, just f them. They they oh, traded AJ Brown for a wide receiver, and now they have Traylon Burks. And Traylon Burks, you know, he's not bad, but he's not AJ Brown. He wasn't healthy either, yeah. so he didn't play a lot. And he's dealing with asthma in the in his offseason caps. Oh, that's. I who's their offensive coordinator now? It's not it's not Downing anymore, right? I have no idea. Somebody bad. <laughs> it shocks me that uh, what's his face, um, the the Texas A and M guy, Ryan Tannehill is still there. Yeah. Well, he, they they paid him a lot, so they have to. Yeah, uh, this is probably his last year. Offensive coordinator is Tim Kelly. Uh, if we're wondering who that... Oh, it's Tim Kelly. 
Yeah, Tim <laughs> Kelly. Uh, former Houston Texans offense coordinator. No, I don't know. But I, I would go with offensive linemen then because they don't deserve a wide receiver. Like, with... They and, just... I mean, because they also do lose uh, Taylor Lewan. Yeah. And I think... It's a free agent now. Yeah. They've cut him. Yeah, they cut him. Oh. But I, I think mean, he's retired, so... Oh. He's just busting with the boys. Yep. I think the consensus is that Skaronsky is still a pretty good pick, right? And you could shift him in and out if you want. I'll go with Skaronsky at 11. I just, Solid. Yeah, I just feel like if I was Tennessee, I would have gotten more offensive. Like They're just a mess right now. Like They had the, what Kevin Byard has a little beef with the front office right now. Who, who, doesn't, who doesn't have beef with their own front office at this point? <laughs> the entire state of Hawaii has beef with that front office. <laughs> the entire state, yeah. Uh, but, oh, man, I'm, I'm on the clock again. I am going to have to take a wide receiver, I think, with the Houston Which Texans. One, See, I don't know, because... This Personally. dude about to take Andre Yosibosh. A.T. <laughs> Perry right here. There's there's a lot of good wide receivers at this point, right? Because you still have Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jalen Hyatt, and Quinton Johnson, Johnson from TCU. And Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Josh Downs. Personally, I have an opinion on who I think should go, but... I feel like you want speed on this, that's why. And I, th- well, I think Quinton Johnson's a really good, like, physical body-wise and everything, but I feel like... If I'm going to get a... <laughs> this would have been a good thing if I had Stroud. If I drafted Stroud at two. But let's go with Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm, pure slot receiver right there. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best... I mean, what's it called? Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson both agree that Jackson Smith and Jigba is the best wide receiver that they ever played with. I'm sad. Was that your guy? I wanted JSN for the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> well, this you'll is... get Zay Flowers and you'll like it. <laughs> Zay Flowers is okay. We'll, we'll get there when we get there, but <laughs> there's nothing bad I'm, with him. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm big on Zay Flowers personally. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Zay Flowers, but you know, to not get off topic, I think this is the uh, the back to back Bodie picks. Back to back Bodie picks. Yeah, I got two of the <laughs> AFC East teams. She. Wow, I really... You gotta be objective here. You can't just pick a pick for the Jets and be like, yeah, I just don't want him to... Like- Alright, so we're going Max Duggan here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm looking at what they need. It's a tackle and it's a linebacker. Um, There's a certain tackle that, honestly, I wouldn't mind taking here. He's my number two ta- Number three tackle, technically, because Iskaransi's still there. Um, I don't know. It feels a little early for him, though. <laughs> it's not early. <laughs> it's not early. You know what? Screw it. All right. Okay, I feel like I'm going to disappoint someone here, but I'm going Broderick Jones from Georgia. He's my, he's my offensive tackle, too. Because Broderick Jones and Mekhi Becton would be the nastiest tackle pairing in the NFL. I love that pick. I'm a big Broderick Jones kind of guy. And I just think of that offense with Brees Hall, and I'm just gonna say Brees Hall and not mention a quarterback. But because well, we don't know. To Garrett Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> but Brees Hall was a, was ran that offense last year until he tore his ACL. Yeah. But... <laughs> and now with the 14th pick, the 14th. Let's pick, go. Uh... <laughs> okay, I'm not taking Quinton Johnston. He gives me shades of. Um... 
Nikhil Harry a little bit, which scares. Ooh, I thought you were gonna say Kevin White. Mm, yeah. Ah, shout out Kevin White. <laughs> is he? I think he's. Is he still playing in the NFL? I, keep I don't him, think so. <laughs> I keep seeing him getting assigned to stuff. Yeah, he's it. probably on a practice squad somewhere. Uh, this is honestly the way the board has fallen. I don't like this. So I'm gonna go with. Actually, you know what? No, I'm. I'm debating between two guys. It's a secondary pick for me, mm. just because I don't think the tackle value is really there right now. Even though they need a tackle, I'm not taking a quarterback because the value's also not there. <laughs> um, it also says we can use edge, which I mean, Tyree Wilson is there, who I wouldn't mind. Just doesn't seem like a very Bill Belichick pick. It does not seem like a Bill Belichick pick. Because I think He needs a white guy in the third round. <laughs> oh, I thought you say Lucas Van Ness right now. Oh, Lucas Van Ness would actually be a he, very He is a really That Patriots would be player. a very Patriots player. I love Lucas Van Ness, that's why. But I think with the way the secondary looks like in shambles. Yeah. Right now with Devin McCourty retiring. I'm debating between three guys right now. Because I like Tyree Wilson. I like Lucas Van Ness. I like Brian Branch, and I like Joey Porter Jr. I have four guys right now. I'm paralyzed by indecision. <laughs> Please help me decide right now. No, it's your pick. It's your team. I'm... Live with your consequences. Hendon Hooker just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just Tanner McKee. You know what? I think just because I... Jake really... Hayner. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to get the entire state of away coming at me if I take Jake Hayner right now. Um, honestly, I think just because I really want a number one outside corner and he gives me, like, small kind... There, there's a there's a pigeon for you. Small kind shades of um, Stephon Gilmore a little bit. I'm going to go with Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. A pure man-covered corner. Steelers corner. fans everywhere cry out. <laughs> <laughs> a pure man-covered corner if there ever was one in this draft. Alrighty. Then at 15 is Reese with the Green Bay Packers. They could go in a lot of different directions here just because they kind of need a couple of stuff here and there, but you never know. Jordan Love could be the answer. Tendon Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> it would be very Green Bay Packers of them to somehow get in, like, an offensive weapon as Aaron Rodgers exits the door, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. No, right here, if you want a Packers pick right here, Tyree Wilson. I think I might actually go with Tyree Or Wilson. Miles Murphy. Yeah. like Those either, two feel good. These, like That just seems like something Green Bay would want to address as their edge rushers. I was going to say fucking and say Kalijah Kansi. <laughs> Why is Kalijah Kansi so high on PFF? The athletic profile. We have so many questions about PFF right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think... Let's just go... Uh, it's hard to leave Tyree Wilson on the board, that's why. Especially yeah. when he's still up there. I'll go with Tyree Wilson. I cool. feel like you could go with him or Miles Murphy, but because Tyree Wilson is still on the board, I feel like... I'm a big Michael Mayer guy there, just because they need a tight end, because Tanyan's yeah. not there anymore. But there's a lot of tight ends you can go with in this draft. Yeah. If you want my opinion, I would have gone with Dalton Kincaid. Yeah. I think he, he's, he's my number good. one tight end. I just Kincaid It just awesome. seems like... Green Bay would not. I, I know we're doing this. Oh, one hundred percent. Like Michael Mayer feels like a Green Bay tight end. He does. I don't know why. But this is the new look 
Green Bay. Oh, Packers. true, 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 true. This is the Jordan Love Packers. <laughs> the Matt LaFleur fast. The receiver. mud eaters out of the building. <laughs> well, almost out of the building. Who oh. knows? Now I got the commies here. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I got to be real, man. I have no idea what they do here. Like, zero clue. I think I just give them a cornerback every time because it just feels like such a bailout pick. Who knows? Maybe they'll draft another linebacker. Um, but yeah, they did just lose Cole Holcomb. They did. And also, tackle isn't necessarily a strong suit. Although, I'm pretty sure they drafted a guy last Cos- year. Cosme, right? Yeah. Because it's Cosme and um, Charles Leno Jr. They have a slot corner already in Fuller. So that's the hard part. I'm trying to remember who the slot corners are in this draft. Um, that's why I really like Cam Smith, but he's a slot guy. So maybe you just go. Do you just go best player available here? Wow, I really have no idea what I want to do with this pick at all. I think they'll go corner just because this corner class is very large. I think I'm gonna go with. Cam Smith from South Carolina. Because even though I was talking all that about having a nickel guy already, Cam Smith is a very good guy. Sure, he doesn't tackle well, but he could even move out to safety if you really like him. So, okay. I have something to say about that. <laughs> if we're going slot corner slash safety... Oh, probably should Brian I Branch. I absolutely Shut love Brian Branch. I totally right forgot there. about Brian, <laughs> Brian Branch. Branch. <laughs> My bad. I, you know, to be fair, totally forgot about Brian Branch. But it doesn't feel like a commie thing to do. It feels like commie thing to what just do you reach. Mean? It is literally commie thing to draft an Alabama player. Yeah, but like, they're not good though. <laughs> I just feel like they mess up that pick. It's a new, it's a new era in Washington. And that's right? what I want for them to mess up the pick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, didn't they just take a linebacker? Was it Jim? Yeah, Jamin Davis. Yeah, Jamin Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. Jamin. Um, what's next? Who I can't next? read 17. that far. Is Reese? Reese at seventeen. Oh, is it me? Oh, okay. <laughs> With the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think you go. I, I keep. Have I? Was Tyree Wilson the first defensive player I picked in this draft? Was it? It might have been, dude. I ser- or no, I picked Carter. That's right. Never mind. But. I think for Pittsburgh, you want to protect Kenny Pickett. And you've done that by signing local guys like Nate Herbig and Isaac Siuma. Well, not local, but... How did boy. James Daniel look? No idea. Didn't watch a single series. I just feel like Herbig a, is a backup guy. Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. But James Daniels is still a solid He can guard. sing a mean Halo song, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you would want to go with somebody who's... I'm going to go with the best tackle, I think, that's left on the board. And that's probably Darnell Wright from mm-hmm. Tennessee. I like it. He's, and he can play both direct. He can play both left tackle and right tackle. Yeah. It's, Even though he's predominantly a right tackle. Yeah. Because what? 6'5", 333, slight 33 wings, 33 arm length. Body. Rashawn Slater has 33 inches. Yeah. And I think... what the, He's a great run blocker, too. It's kind of crazy to say because I think a lot of people are more higher on his pass protection, too, right? Yeah. Which is a really good... Uh, you're, you're not high on it? I prefer Anton Harrison there a little bit. I oh. think looking at Darnell Wright, when he pass protects, sometimes he tends to lean a little bit and leaves, him, leaves himself open to push-pull. But to be fair, though, he did also allow zero sacks last he year. He did. 
And the thing with Anton Harrison is he's a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not choppy, but like robotic with his steps. I like Darnell Wright a little bit more, but yeah, that's just it's a it's a close one on that. Yeah, it's a close one there. And then up next we have is this Bodie for the Lions at eighteen? Is that right? Yep. I got that second pick. Who'd you pick first with the Lions? I can't even remember that. Far. Will Levis. Will Levis. I forgot. <laughs> oh my God. That's right. Well, you know who's sitting here, and you wanted me to get an offensive weapon, right? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. You wanted me to get defense right here. Um, hold on. Let me let me look who that because DJ Chark is there. Gone. They signed oh, Marvin, Marvin Jones, and they have they Jameson Marvin, Williams. They resigned Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. I mean, they pretty much return a lot of their guys. I think I think receiver looks okay for now, so I'm not going to go Quinton Johnston. I mean, their starting tight end is Brock Wright. But they're high on Brock Wright, though, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I'll leave that to Campbell's judgment just because he was a tight end coach. <laughs> he <laughs> played tight end. <laughs> yeah. Like... And their upcoming offensive coordinator will be their tight end coach. So they got the tight end game on lockdown. Well, I mean... I'm just going to go with what what it says they need, which is defensive interior, which shocks me because don't they have Levi, Levi Owuzurike, Ali McNeil, and... They're all good, but I feel like you need like a guy that can be out there consistently. Ali McNeil and all those guys are really solid depth pieces, but I feel like you need a starting mauler out there. He's not going to be a mauler, though. Ah, I can't see... I say... Oh, man, I really want you to pick someone, that's why. Part of me wants to go Brian Branch. I, I want to know what you think. I was thinking Lucas Van Ness, because he's 285. I like that pairing, though. Lucas Van Ness Lucas and Van Ness Aiden, and Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson. That'd be a mean combo. That's crazy. But don't they, they still have Romeo Aquara and stuff. They're like... I feel like, but you can move him into an interior pass rushing kind of deal with Lucas Van Ness. You could. Dude is you also like huge. You knocked me into it. I'm going Lucas Van Ness there. I think Romeo Aquara. Like I don't think Kansi's gonna be like. He, I don't think he's slight. He he's um, he's not gonna be great in the run game. He, look, he's, he's an undersized pit yeah. defensive tackle. That archetype has never worked before. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I, honestly, I feel comfortable with going Van Ness just because I think Aquar, if you're going to look for a pass rush, like, Aquar is fine. I think Kansi might get pulled over a little bit in the run game. And so, uh, screw it. Van Ness is going to add to that defensive line, and they're going to have good bookend ends. I love that. And now it's time for my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, you know, kind of need a lot of help. But, you know, one thing they do need it's kind of a guy to play that, you know, sub linebacker, nickel spot, maybe safety. About huh. time. Weird. There's a guy on the board, Brian Branch. <laughs> kind of weird how the Washington Commanders didn't pick them there. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect for this to fall to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's go, Brian Branch. <laughs> how coincidence! <laughs> what a coincidence! For that to happen. They really lucked out, right? Yeah. That's Who, nuts. I mean, whoever is picking for the commanders, what a weird what, what pick. A, what a, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, consensus, number one slot guy. He could do better in man when he's like off the off the press, but like so far, he's a really great just kind of sub 
linebacker to have to play your safety slash nickel. And then up next at 20 uh, is Reese. Reese? It's me. Right? Oh, yes, yeah, because it's, it's the Seahawks. Uh, I don't. I feel like they trade out of this if I'm Seattle, but I feel. But we're not trading, so. And for quick reminders, at five you went with Jalen Carter, correct? Yes, I think. I would dress the interior offensive line if I was Seattle, and the problem you already is, picked Jalen Carter though. Offensive line. Oh. <laughs> but there's really only one guy that's worth. Eh, there's two the... guys, in my opinion. I don't know. Like, as somebody who was not paying attention. In this draft, I feel like you would. It's really hard to say because I don't think any of these guys are like first round. Maybe one guy. I think, in my opinion, one guy is fringe first round. I think two of them are for sure first rounders. But I just like my guards. That's why. (laughs) I love me my guards. This is going to be a really bad take, I think. And I think you guys are not going to like this. But I'll go center. I'll go with Joe Tipman from Wisconsin. What the fuck? <laughs> Good luck leaving that out, by the way. <laughs> I'm not leaving that out. But Over I... John Michael Schmitz? Over Osiris Torrance? Over even Steve Avila. I'm not going to lie. That guy wasn't even on my board. Yeah. I just. Are you sure you want to do Joe Tipman? I already put it in Tanner. I, there's no, there's no taking it back. What the fuck? If we're all, since we're just like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Uh, Freaking Cole Strange getting picked here. <laughs> <laughs> this is really just like. I bet he's good. You know, he's a Wisconsin offensive lineman. They always tend to be good. My thing though is that I just don't <laughs> see Seattle taking somebody at twenty. I feel like they trade down and probably because. Yeah. At that point, what's there for you to get? Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't mind trading into the back end of the first. Yeah. Or even, I'd, like, I'd like Osiris Torrance somewhere in the late 20s. I'm a big Osiris Torrance here, or even you get your no, number three wide receiver here. Because hmm. usually this is where I throw uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Because he somehow survives this far in my drafts. <laughs> Alrighty, Bodie. Now this is going to be you with the Los Angeles Chargers. Not going to lie, for a minute, I thought I had the Dolphins. And I was like, oh, right. Tampering. <laughs> Tampering. <laughs> Thanks, Brady. Is that Sean Payton's too? Yeah. <laughs> um, Quinton Johnson's still on the board, but I'm not going to take him. I think when you look at what they need, they need speed. I feel the need. The need for speed. Not the drug. I want to be clear, not the drug. I'll take the drug. Um, so, for that instance, I'm going to go Zay Flowers. Let's go. I think sometimes he has trouble getting knocked off his route a little bit, but with them having um, Keenan Allen, it shouldn't be too much of a problem for Zay Flowers. Mike, He's, Will- Mike Williams is still there. Yeah, and then they also have that other guy who played a lot last Jaylen year. Jalen Guyton? Or Josh Palmer. Oh, yeah, Josh Palmer. Zay Flowers would be good, though, because I think you could put him in the slot if you really had to. Right? I mean, all you have to do is just tell him, okay, go. Go run. Yeah. Justin <laughs> run, run, Zay, run. You gotta and run Justin it. Herbert will just throw, like, the most perfect ball of all time. I want to see how that – I'm I'm kind of jealous that they, that they got Kellen Moore and my Broncos got stuck with Joe Lombardi. Like, 
Could That's be worse. Crazy how your, that works. your starting quarterback could be Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield. <laughs> uh, I hate this. Now you know how it feels. What do you mean? Now I know how it feels. Brady's gone, and now I'm. What do you chose. mean? When I started watching, my starting quarterback was Josh Freeman, and then it was oh then it was Mike Glennon. I forgot. Glenn I had to survive started. a year of Mike Glennon and Bobby Rainey. Oh, I forgot Shout about out Bobby Western Rainey. Kentucky legend. No Bobby way. Rainey. Shout out Eric other. Matthews. Shout out. I was about to say. Shout out other Western Kentucky legend, Eric Matthews. What Who just wrong got promoted? With, what's wrong with Bobby Rainey though? He was okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just wasn't a starting <laughs> running back. Um, is this me? I think this is me. Is it? We're on twenty-two. Twenty-two is Tanner. Was it me? Oh yeah, it is. You. Yeah, twenty-two is the Baltimore Ravens. Now the funny part of me would pick Hendon Hooker here, but I'm gonna operate in the sense that the Ravens feel good about re- Lamar Jackson returning, and if you want to feel good about Lamar Jackson returning, is you give him a weapon, a guy that can go up and get the ball for you. And, look, he gets a lot of flack. I still really love him. I'm going with Quentin Johnston here. I'm a big Quentin Johnston guy. I I mean, I like Quentin, Quentin Johnston, but I think if you want a guy who's going to go up and get it, Johnston's not that guy. <laughs> like He has the frame for it. He just doesn't do it. The cool thing about the NFL is they tell you to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll eventually learn. I just like his size. He has sneaky agility. Um, I won't be fooled by another three cone in my life. <laughs> his three cone was atrocious. But the last time I said that, and it deterred me from a wide receiver, his name was DK Metcalf. <laughs> and sure, he doesn't have the speed of a DK, but Quentin Johnston low-key had some like burners on a couple of plays out of nowhere. Like didn't he like have a screen that go for that had like a huge touchdown off a of screen? He is very good after the catch. Michigan, right? yeah, yeah, so I I'm a big fan of Quentin Johnston. They got a new uh, offensive coordinator, a guy who had to you know was a lot on the other side of the field of him, Todd Monken from Georgia. So oh, yeah, right. I think he'll use him very well in an offense that is sneakily really great with the pass. In that Georgia offense, it won't be exactly it, but he knows what he's doing. I would, I would love if Baltimore got a wide receiver like him, but I just think, I don't know what goes on in their front office. Lamar's coming back, guys. Whether whether he likes it or not, Lamar's (laughs) coming back. It's Miles Murphy time. That's what I. Who is their like? Snoop Huntley Huntley after? It's Snoop Huntley. Yeah. Honestly, I I don't mind Huntley. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, he's a Pro Bowl quarterback, man. (laughs) This is Vikings now. So this is this a double Reese action too? Just me. No, this is this is just a one pick. I only have two picks left, I think. Oh, yeah. This is oh, yeah. No, 20, 23. 23 is Reese. 24 no. is me. No, but... While we're going through that, I think it is me. So uh, it's the Minnesota Vikings on the clock. You do need... A, you could get a receiver to replace Adam Thielen, but I feel like I don't see anything left on this draft, and I feel like there are other issues they could address, maybe. And I think... I don't know. As somebody who has knows like absolutely nothing about this draft, as I've said, I'll go with Deontay Banks from Maryland as a corner. Solid. I think it seems to be like athleticism is good, right? But the technique is maybe the question mark. Health is another thing, right? I yeah. have no idea. I think one thing he does is he relies a little bit. He has really good um, catch-up speed, but I think he relies a little bit too much on that. Hmm. So I think if you can coach him up, 
which I mean, they seem to be doing a fine job of there. Uh, Jeff Gladney before you know everything happened <laughs> seemed oh to be god. progressing very nicely. <laughs> oh my god, forgot about that. Yeah. Alrighty, and on that great note, Jacksonville Jaguars are up next. Oh yeah, it's me. And that's booty. They can go pretty much in a lot of different directions here. Calavon Chason hasn't really done much, has he? I guess not. And then they lose uh, Key as well. Yeah, they lose Arden Key. And there's a guy We have a lot of really great edge rushers available too. I think looks like a very, very good developmental guy who I kind of like. A lot of people might be lower on him just because he didn't play a lot, but I like him a lot, especially his athletic profile. Going Nolan Smith, edge out of Georgia. I like it. This is usually also a place where I love to put tight end. Mm. Because, yeah, Evan Ingram is is tagged, but I think Doug Peterson likes his two, two tight end system. He was pretty successful with Ertz and Goddard at the exact same time. So, What's up next now? Is this me? I think it's you. No, this is Bodie. Oh, no. No, this is me. Because this is 25. Yeah, this is 25. Yeah, this is 10. So this is the New York Giants. I'm picking on... Hey, What's it called? On oh, the principal of my friend. Oh. Shout out, Tyler. Me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I picked Nolan Smith. Okay, I was like totally just for like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> now, with the Giants here, this is a prime Osiris Torrance idea. They also need a lot of help in the corner area, so I also really like Emmanuel Forbes here, despite his really, 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 really small frame. <laughs> I mean, but he, he gets, looks at like 160 pounds or I something mean, crazy like and, that. I mean, they also blow those up a little bit. Come yeah. on. You know who he's kind of like? This another Mississippi State corner. is very slight. Mm-hmm. Or Cam Dantzler. <laughs> uh, they could also use wide receiver here. But I think you can find another wide receiver in the second round. They love picking wide receiver in the second round. That's why. And I'm not really seeing, like, a real man corner, like a good Wink Martindale man corner available right now. Like, I mean, what's nice is there's a lot of guys with good size. I look at a guy like Tyreek Stevenson, who, as an outside corner, you know, he's good. I'm not necessarily sure if he's more of a man or a... um man or a zone but i do know that julius prince a guy that i like a lot is definitely more of a zone guy has a lot better uh, measurements though too so but i think with this you go with their number one issue and that is corner as bad as that wide receiver room is i think you go tyreek stevenson from miami here he's more of a man guy the you And now up here next we got Reese with Reese's. them boys. Okay, that'll be. <laughs> I mean, I think the main thing that shows up is the running back with Ezekiel Elliott, but I feel like you don't need to address that with because you have Tony Pollard and they signed Ronald Jones, right? To yeah. to be like that power back kind of in power back situations. Good luck with that. <laughs> He looked like a speed back. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like you could get something. He looked in the like league. a lot of stuff out of USC. It's USC. hard. It's hard to spend your first round pick on a running back. We sound like PFF. 
But like, it's 26 on the other hand. But I just think you need to grow like. They also don't have Dalton Schultz anymore either. That's true. I think, but they were. This is like a really great tight end draft class. This is a pretty good. This is one of we've been very low on them so far. I the thing though is that weren't they kind of high on their tight ends outside of Schultz? That is true. Like they do like their tight ends. Like there was they were running like three or four tight end personnel sets, which was like... Because they like that one out of Indiana that they had last year and another guy I can't remember the name of. Uh, Hendershot, right? Yeah. And Ferguson. Yeah. I feel like you... You can go in a lot of different directions here. I'll go interior. I'll go with... Is it Brian Brissy? Brissy? Over Cansey. Brian Brissy. Yeah. I like it. I, I Definitely much more of a pass rusher than Kalijah Cansey. I think... You just hope that he stays healthy. Yeah, I think... That's the main thing, right? But it's a. I feel like it's almost like a low risk at this point, right? Twenty six. True. Yeah. And think about last year; they took a high risk with Tyler Smith, and that worked out for them very well. Yeah. A pick that I absolutely hated, <laughs> much like Cole Strange, but both of them tend, both of them worked out kind of well. Do you remember Sean McVay being like Cole Strange? We Dude, Sean McVay of one hundred three. Sean McVay was so pissed off at the at the Cole Strange pick, man. <laughs> He's like, mother. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for me too, guys. This is you guys the rest of the way. Yes, it is. It's me, then Tanner, then me, and then Tanner and Tanner. Let's go. So this is the Buffalo Bills. They need a DB according to PFF. <laughs> I'm not going to go to DB, though. No. I don't think the value's there right now. Um, Honestly, they seem to be very happy with... um. Shit, what's his name? The tight end. Dawson, his... Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. So, screw it. This would be something where you could probably get a running back. Right? I'm going Bijan. Bijan Robinson. Robinson and Josh, Josh Allen in that's, that backfield. That's an insane combo. That should scare the fuck out of you as a DC. <laughs> Sorry, Reese. You're going to have a problem editing this. I mean, we already are. I'm going to cut, like, there was stuff we're going to gonna have to cut out, right? But I You think, can just bleep my... But the thing is that, like, we have started to not bleep episodes out. <laughs> so, we'll leave that in. But maybe, we'll, maybe we won't put that in our preview. <laughs> I, I want that code graph. It should scare the fuck out of DCs. <laughs> Alrighty, up here we got the bangles, the bungles. Um, yeah, this is just one of those where... I think I finally do it. We finally tear the band-aid off of the tight end room. I'm going with Dalton Kincaid here. Why not? Why not just give Joe Burrow another weapon? I mean, so, okay, I'm going to sound like a... Say it. Say it. Okay, so, the AFC, the way you look at it... I, I love this pick, by the way. I love this pick. Um, The way it is, it's kind of like the world in, was it the 60s, 50s? It's an arms race to get <laughs> to the moon, and it's nuts. The AFC, like... Although, I think we all agree Kansas City right now is the yes. U.S. No, yes, they are. But the Bengals' offensive line, while it's not great, it gets better with Orlando Brown, and that's all you need. You need it to get by so Burrow can throw it to Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Drew Sample's still there, Dalton Kincaid, Tyler Boyd. This dude tried to throw in Drew Sample. <laughs> <laughs> Like hey, we wouldn't I notice. Don't think Drew this Sample... is that photo. This is that photo of like the uh, the military like soldiers. P- 
peeking around the corner, the and there's the one clown. That's Drew Sample right there. I, I think Drew Sample as a <laughs> number two what... tight end is not bad. Yeah, he's not bad. He's bad. <laughs> he's a free agent, though, right? So is he? Yeah, I don't even think Drew Sample oh, is a free agent anymore. Well, either way, without, <laughs> without Drew Sample, that's, that's a great, great offense. Yo, you got to think of guys like CJ Uzama. You got to think of guys like Jermaine Gresham. <laughs> You gotta think of guys like TJ Hushmanzada. How can you forget Tyler Eifert? You, I was about to go to. You can't forget about guys like Tyler Eifert. Who was it that said it's TJ? Who's your mama? Who's <laughs> was that? Was that Ojo Cinco? <laughs> uh, off that great tangent. Bodie, you got the Saints marching in. I, I hope you. I hope I do you well, Bren. I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, what are we all really doing here? Like? Uh, that is What's the point? <laughs> What's the point of all this? This is not a philosophy podcast. None of us are philosophy majors. You don't have to actually be one. You could just question something and be just like, but is it just this? Or You could start, you know, yeah. just being incredibly misogynistic and become a men's health <laughs> oh, podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm we'll surprised be, he's... We'll be the Andrew Tate of UH. Oh, God, wait, wait. You don't want that title. You don't want that title. We'll edit that out. No, I'm just <laughs> I mean, the value's there. I'm just going to say screw it and take him. Kalijah Kansi. I think it's crazy that he dropped here. Might as well. Yeah. At 29, why the hell not? There's Where's a guy that I usually like taking here is Adi Tamiwa, Adi Boware from Northwestern. He had an insane combine and pro day. It just feels like a name that you would see from the New Orleans Saints, mostly. <laughs> and now, I get to finish it off here with a back-to-back. Oh, yeah, so. I'm done. Now, this is usually when I like to take B. John Robinson. <laughs> uh, but, you know, with the Philadelphia San Diego Eagles, State legend, Rashad Penny's there. Yeah, and I, like, I actually do really like that pickup. And I think they need help with their edge rushers, so might as well get Miles Murphy, who dropped all the way down here. And look, let's be real. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are probably one of the best combinations, right? But Travis Kelsey is getting older. And I think this is where they get Travis Kelsey's replacement. This could also be another weapon for Andy Reid's offense, because... You can never have too many tight ends, in my opinion. And there's a laundry list to go down. And I think for the final pick of the first draft, I got to go big. I got to end this first round off huge. And you lose an offensive lineman like um, Orlando Brown, and you like running the ball, you get the guy who can be your number two tight end and the guy who could be your number six offensive lineman out there. And I got Darnell frickin' Washington, baby. I'm not gonna lie. Based on the way you went about it, I was like, okay, so I know he's not picking Michael Mayer. I figured you were gonna go with someone who wasn't Michael Mayer. But I was trying to figure out if it was gonna be Musgrave, Laporta, or Darnell Washington. I love Darnell Washington. And I don't know if it's because I'm a Madden boy and I just like big man go burr kind of <laughs> deal. But unironically... Uh, in a run set, you could throw Darnell Washington out there as like the run blocking tight end, and it's basically putting an extra offensive lineman. Think of the goal line sets with him. I really do want to see a goal line set with 
Darnell Washington at Wildcat quarterback. Sort of like not oh, no, the Travis exact Kelsey could be your Wildcat quarterback because he played quarterback at Cincinnati. Not this, not in the same <laughs> way, but kind of like um, remember the Don Terry poem. <laughs> I really want to see that. Just have Darnell Washington as your sneak quarterback at all times. Push the pile, man. Okay, so all he the, has to do is do this. So the one thing that I really want to know, like, why don't more people do it? I really like the TCU formation for the quarterback sneak. I think the Eagles have a pretty good formation. <laughs> They tend oh, to they do, do that very yeah. well. <laughs> do you think they'll? Do you think they'll let Darnell Washington wear zero too? You can have an effective. Yes. Yes. Yeah, wear zero. Effectively mm-hmm. have an offensive lineman wearing zero. I love that. But I, I think that's very scary. Yeah, because I'm kind of scared now then of what Andy Reid will do with is it twelve or twenty two personnel? Twelve. Twenty. Twelve. Because oh, yeah, it's 12. One, one running back, one running two back, tight ends. Honestly, he could probably do 22 personnel Honestly, and still rock it. Like, my choice would be either Darnell Washington or Josh Downs there, but I just really like Darnell Washington. Yeah, I like it. But yeah, so yeah, that's our first round. What are your takes on it? Is it bad? Uh, is it good? What do we have? What's our over-under on this? Two and a half? Yeah. I'm going to confidently say under. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, I'll go under. This was a crazy mock draft. Um, was it because like, I just want to say, we went really, actually went, I'll go, I'll go over on the two and a half. I think Bryce Young, Will Anderson, and Jalen Carter, maybe. Those three? Mm-hmm. And maybe we hit on some other fucking random one. I like, think, remember the Vera Tucker one? Oh, yeah, the Vera Tucker yeah, one. That was a That lot. was a hit. We somehow landed Jordan Davis at... at, at to, that was nuts. That was random. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, if we landed... I got my under here. I'm probably going to go with Brian Branch to Tampa Bay. And Will Anderson to the Arizona Cardinals. Those are the only two I feel really the most sound on. I'm not going to lie. I'm very scared for this Patriots draft. I really want JSN, but I have a feeling. No, you guys are going to pick Zay Flowers. Yeah. I'm going to cry. But you guys have no speed. Yeah. But we also have no number one receiver. (laughs) True. Zay Flowers is your new number one. And he's coming out of Boston. It's it's that in-state... Uh, synergy right there. Wicked smart, yeah. He's a wicked smart guy. Went to Boston College. Dude, okay, I, I went to visit Bastion. Boston College my senior year of high school, and then I looked up. Hey, I wonder what GPA you need to get into here. I said, Oh, I'm not going here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ah, what do you, what's your over under? What are you thinking for your for our two and a half? I'll take the under. I feel like there are some odd gimmies, but we also there were talks right that Tennessee would trade up to three. Yeah, the trades are gonna uh, yeah, gonna mess everything us. up. I think it'll be an under, just because we we think there are gonna be trades. Like I thought Seattle's gonna trade out of twenty, they might even trade out of five for all right. we know. But I think, yeah, I still can't get over the fucking Joe Tipman pick at twenty. Yeah, Joe Tipman will not hit. Unfortunately, what the fuck? it might hit in like the third round. <laughs> <laughs> But, I don't. I don't care at this point, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think with that great note and us questioning the point of even being here, thanks for listening. Why are you guys listening? At this, that's point? a great fucking. Thank question. you for listening, first of all. Uh, but yeah, uh, that is our third annual uh, mock draft. It is as silly as ever. Um, this is like some sicko stuff right here. Yeah, it's it's a terrible mock draft. It's a, it'll be a miracle if we get to. But I think with that, we'll be signing off here. This is Tanner Hayworth.
Bodhi Asamoto, Reese Nagaoka. Thank you guys very much for listening, and have a great rest of your week.